Shut up and sit down. What is up, everybody? What is up? Welcome to episode 59 of the STS Guys. I am Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey, guys, it's Nate. And I'm Scott. And we are the STS Guys, a weekly podcast where we sit around, shoot the shit, and talk about anything geeky, nerdy, and cool. What has been going on this week, guys? It's been a fun week. Um, You know, I I got a lot of legends this week, actually. So, Nate, you you are legendary. As I say, Nate, you went on a purchasing spree. I did. Um, so GameStop's got this cool like 25% off sale. And I'm not sure how long it's going on for. I think maybe next Wednesday. So uh, at the same time, there's been a lot of cool legends that have come out. So uh, Marvel Legends Vintage Wave, which makes like these cool kind of carded um, Marvel Legends figures that look like some of the old Toy Biz ones. And actually some of the old like old 3.75 inch figures um but anyways before i talk about them all the time let me just show them so i got this really cool division and uh he's pretty classic looking he's pretty awesome he's got the classic suit the cape the green and the yellow chrome Uh, he comes with an ultron head which i think is a little random but i think it's for another figure that came out and then i got this really awesome scarlet spider so take a look at that beauty. And uh, yeah, Marvel Legends actually made a Scarlet Spider uh, a little while ago, and it's really hard to find. So it was cool they reproduced this one. And it's kind of like a metallic red paint. It looks awesome. Yeah, you, then, posted, you posted that one on your Instagram uh, earlier in the week, and I saw it, and I'm like, dude, that's awesome. And I went and bought it. At GameStop on Tuesday, too. So, yeah, I remember I talked to you the next day. You're like, that is really yep. cool. And then all of a sudden you had it. Yeah. And then I'm like, I snuck away and took a break and went to GameStop and yeah. came back with it. Exactly. Yes. What? And then yeah, they had you missed, a, you missed a secret Larry break where I went off and bought toys by what? myself. <laughs> I, we have to admit, Jeremy missed two secret trips to go buy things. True. Yeah. Yeah. We kind of went on a spree. Trips. Yeah. We're going to do more, al- though, Jeremy. Nate almost bought another set, too, <laughs> yeah. when we were all- out on Friday. I did. Those, we were, we were in what? another GameStop, and they had that AIM set, which is like the two bad guys um, from the AIM, which is, I don't know. I don't know exactly specifically who they're from, but I know they're part of the bad guys in Marvel. Uh, anyways, I got Black Panther 2 as well. Uh, he's like a black chrome. He looks awesome. And then last but not least... I got the uh, Gamerverse Spider-Man from the PS4 game, and he's awesome. awesome. Really actually that, happy I found him. Is that a GameStop exclusive? Yeah, it is. Um, so I went to GameStop just randomly on, I think it was Tuesday, or no, Wednesday night, and they had just stocked him up, so I grabbed one. And unfortunately, they didn't have any more, and I've tried to find more since then, but he's kind of hard to find now. Yeah, we went to, right, that was our second road trip. Uh, this one was a group one on Friday. Me, Scott, and uh, Nate went over to two GameStops, uh, and neither of them had any good legends. No, nothing. I think the second one we went to had, I think, what, a Captain America that was Yeah, on 50% off clearance, but yeah, yeah. it was kind of beat up and it wasn't, yeah, it wasn't for me. 
Yeah, yeah he was actually good. from the old vintage wave, I think. Yeah, yeah he's yeah. wave one. Yeah, but that was this old and beat up box. Like I would have got it, but it immediately passed it up when you look at the box. There's no value in keeping that thing. Right. Elias Torres. Oh, I forgot to say uh, the, the sale that GameStop was having. You asked me how much money. Uh, it was 25% off at GameStop. So normally their figures are $23, but I got these for like $17.50. So it was actually a really good deal. That's why I got so many because they're all on sale. I, Nate, I, I have to tell you, though, I'm turning laughing to myself because for the guy who is, you know what, I'm getting out of Marvel. I'm, you know, I'm done. I'm not going to do anything Marvel. Cap- um, Captain DC over there. <laughs> it, it, it seemed that everything you got this week was was pretty Marvel heavy, if I'm, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I, don't know, you, I, I don't see too well, but I, I think uh, <laughs> I, I, I didn't see a single DC item. I, I, yeah. didn't see a, I didn't see a Batman in that list. Yeah, uh, you, you got it, Jeremy. Uh, I told myself even a couple of weeks ago, I'm like, I'm not going to get into Marvel as much. And then I saw this Mezco Iron Man, which you guys haven't seen it. I uh, actually posted an unboxing on our channel. So go check that out, please. Uh, it's a really cool new Mezco Toys Iron Man uh, black and gold coloring from the Marvel Now comic. Anyways, it, that kind of sparked it because I was like, all right, I'm going to have this Iron Man. I got to start building out his team. And then within one week, I had all these legends so i kind of went a little haywire and uh, i'll probably continue now on the marvel streak because these are pretty sweet figures i i do like they how the, how they have the like old school pack versus the like traditional legends packaging that makes it so much better yeah i agree and it, it makes me not want to open them even though i want to these are the like you know once i open these it's going to damage the package i can't display it anymore <clears throat> and it's kind of like a piece of art in itself so not only did you buy Marvel figures, but then you're also gonna be in box too. I, I don't, I don't, I, I don't, I don't know you anymore. <laughs> no, I, don't know you anymore Nate. I might. I think maybe I'll keep the Scarlet Spider on card for a little while, but the Black Panther and the Vision, I think I might have to break out and team up with my Iron Man that I just got. Try to build the Avengers slowly. So we have uh, Nicola from chat. They need to breathe. They do need to breathe. I'm I'm all about opening the, those figures. You uh, usually Mez- are, yeah. Yeah, Mezcos are a little bit easier to open. It's like I said, it, the only reason why I'm kind of hesitating on these legends is because they are sealed. I mean, the, the bubble is like sealed into the card, so you have to break it out and tear it in order to get this thing out. Yeah. Just like those old school action figures that we had when we were kids. Right, Like exactly. Once you open that box, like that's a, that's a G.I. Joe package. Once you open that box... <laughs> Everything that that wasn't the figure or its accessories is gone. That's right. Those are pretty clean cards too. So I, I can see, I can see why you don't want to open them. Yeah. Up. I, I don't I don't own any legends except for those retro vintage ones. So yeah, like that's got that's why I got me sucked in. I think I have the regular Spider Man, Black Widow, and Iron Man that I all got on clearance at Walmart for like five bucks. So. I'm which slowly is, building a collection of legends. Which is awesome because that last Spider-Man was the, uh, the pizza Spidey. Yeah, yeah. And he's one. actually one of the most sought-after Spider-Man legends now because I guess something about that mold's really well done. Yeah, but, that's cool. I didn't even know that. Look at that. I got rare legends too. Yeah, so don't open him up. Oh. But uh, I wasn't the only one that got a haul this week, right, guys? Somebody else or a few of us got some things. Yeah, so the what we did the the road trip for is I actually had ordered something online and it it came in. So I'll show you here. Y'all know that I have jumped in on the trend of the cereals, 
So I ended up getting my Gollum cereal. Um, what? That's awesome. That is actually really cool. Yeah, super cool. I love the, you know, I, I love me some Smeagol. So um, <laughs> having having the cereal is amazing. But now, Scott, Scott, you, you can't show the the, 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 the box without the, the voice. Yeah. It's my precious. <laughs> yeah, no. Um, well done. So, nice yeah. job. Uh, but when we were at um, the GameStop, and this was the second one that Larry and I stopped with, um, we ended up finding something quite grand. We found the Pac-Man cereal. That was awesome. So ended up picking up a second one. I love the first or the the box on this one like the the logo and this is the first one if you notice on the back the puzzle is different it's a finally a different maze that is pretty really cool, cool. So. man they they just nail that packaging so well oh, God, all of those I'm, look awesome that golem looks yeah. great i can see the golden girls back there you got the yep. funkos yep. and then somewhere back there i also have the devil from cuphead so so nicola says that rumor on the street is that all the different colors taste the same. I can confirm that rumor because I've opened three of them. I've opened the Freddy, I've opened Mega Man, and I've opened one of the Cupheads. And yes, they all do taste the same, and that taste is just okay. To, to, to be fair, I'm pretty sure it is the same flavor cereal. Like, is, like yeah. they just use the same one, and this is they use food colors to make them the different color. Yeah, like, I, I think it's all it is. It's it's the same product in every single box it's just colored differently now scott how many boxes of cereal are you up to now two three four five i think i think i think at five i think you're now officially invested in the cereal game oh no i i dude i was all in from the moment i bought the devil one i yeah. think um well, he almost bought the Five Nights at Freddy GameStop exclusive one too, but the boxes looked like somebody dropped them on the ground and stepped on it. They were yeah. they were really really bad. Okay, so, so don't say it was just me, Larry. You were looking at those boxes, considering it yourself. <laughs> True. Had they both been in good shape, they only had two. I probably would have got it. Uh, yeah. We got the only two Pac-Man ones that were in okay shape. I think they had three or four. Same thing. They looked like somebody stepped on one of the corners. They're like, nope, yeah. pass. Hey, but, Elias Torres wants us to say his name, Elias Torres. Oh, hi, Elias, Elias Torres. Hello, Elias Torres. What hi, up? Elias Torres. Um, Scott, like I said, you own more boxes of cereal than I do. Yeah, fine. I've out... Uh, you out-collected me on something, finally. I, well, okay, <laughs> first off, none of y'all touching my video game collection, but... <laughs> uh, yeah, for a Funko product, I finally... Uh, out collected Jeremy on something. I am tied with Larry on cereal boxes. You are, uh, which I is have five as well. Yeah, you know, designer con is gonna be interesting when we go here in a couple weeks. Because... Okay, dude, I, I'm gonna go ape shit. Like, yeah. legit. All the cereal. Give me all the cereal. If I can recall something that Scott said, he said, if they have all the ones that I'm missing, I'll probably buy them all yeah. at designer con. This is the reason why I'm driving, so that I have a vehicle that I can fill with cereal boxes. Yeah. <laughs> so Nic Nicola points out, a, uh, like, have you guys seen the cereal retalia retaliation that will be at Decon? It's kind of funny. Uh, we have, because Larry tagged me in the photo, uh, us in the photo earlier this week. I think that's amazing, and I'm totally going to buy a box of that. Just, just for the fact of it's the yeah. memory of, I'm like, hey, you know what? 
the decon people don't want the Funko here. Yeah. <laughs> so the direct response was making a box of cereal. I totally want to buy that box of cereal. Yeah, Me too. Fun, funny story about that, actually. I saw it come through on DesignerCon's feed uh, earlier this week, and I asked Larry, I was like, oh, is this a Funko exclusive? He's like, no, look a little closer at the box. And it's a total spoof, and they did a really good job on it. But then, uh, like Jeremy said, he tagged us in the in the photo later on. And uh, it's pretty cool that the guy is doing that, even if it is kind of a slap in the face of Funko at the same time. It's almost promoting Funko, you know? Kind of, right? It's kind of doing opposite of what he wants. Because I want it too. So I'm sure we're not the only ones who are coming for Funko that are going to find our way over to that booth. As long as it's reasonably priced, yeah, one's yeah. going home with me for sure. Oh, yeah, and no, then, I'm going to get it. As, as yeah, long as it's they, under like, you know, 10 bucks, right? Because... Yeah, I'm guessing eight to twelve dollars for the Funko cereals, depending on yeah how they want to price it. So it looks like the same size. Yeah. So <laughs> nice. We are stocked up with cereal box protectors. Nice. Eli- uh, Elias said we said Elias wrong. Uh, Elias. 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 I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> that's about the, just to say let's, Elias let's just, wrong. Let's just put it this way. That's about the best you're going to get. So <laughs> clever. Speaking about the best we're going to get. <laughs> Yay. Yay. Transition. Yay. So, so I obviously didn't buy anything this week just because like I said, I just got back from, from a vacation in, in Vegas. Um, but, you know, how do I wrap up my week? Me and Larry head to the world famous Tucson Comic Con. <laughs> Yeah, nice road trip. We did right two hours south of Phoenix, home of the U of A Wildcats, Tucson. Jeremy and Scott went last year. Yeah. Uh, this is my first ever, my first ever trip to Tucson Comic Con. Um, we had a good time. Met up with some friends, saw some stuff. There's a few celebrities. Uh, it was it was pretty cool. Larry, you were specifically headed out to see one specific celebrity while we were there. I don't think you cared about anybody else but this one, to be honest. I only cared about Jake the Snake Roberts, WWE Hall of Famer, Jake the Snake. Um, yeah, he was in attendance. Thank- Larry, turn around and grab the pop. Like, yeah, just- you showed a random action <laughs> figure he's, of he's Jake the Snake, but not it. the pop. Like, Thank you, Nate. It was this a was- Lita. <laughs> this is not a random action figure. It's a Funko Mystery Mini. Target exclusive. Um, but yeah, so Jake the Snake was there. I'm slowly building a collection of signed WWE pops, mostly thanks to that wrestling club. Um, so when Tucson announced that, hey, Jake the Snake, you know, legend of the from the what 80s and early 90s was going to be there. Um, I had to get my Jake the Snake Roberts pop signed. Um, and it's pretty sweet in that green paint pen. Uh, it's a little hard to see with the glare, but yeah, uh, he was awesome. Signed my signed my pop. Uh, talked talked for a couple minutes to, to us. He was a he was a good guy. Not not weird at all. Larry, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> I'm not being weird at all. <laughs> um, so, yeah, I want to hear this story now. Yeah, I'm intrigued. Now, now that Larry's like, intrigued. weird happened, and Jer- once Jeremy starts laughing when Larry says nothing weird happened, there's a story there that that, that needs to be told. Something weird went down. Yeah. So, it, like I said, it was we purposely didn't tell you about this this specific event because we wanted basically genuine reaction on the podcast. So, you know what? You're hearing it here first. 
so Jake the Snake was talking about his T-shirts, and so he had all 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 all, all these T-shirts and stuff. Um, and he so he had them all up. He's like, hey, you know what? You want to buy one of these T-shirts? You know, this, that, and the other. You know, it's gonna you know it's gonna save you. It's gonna save you. And, and then like, I'll save you from what? It's gonna save you from getting fucked in the ass. <laughs> what? What? Whoa. Well, he first Did he's you... like, he guaranteed that it would get you laid if you yeah. bought it. And, and if it oh, didn't, you could come back tomorrow and he'd give you that special backdoor surprise. <laughs> <laughs> so either way, it's going to happen. It's just whether or not he's doing yeah. it. Yeah. yeah. So, so exactly. basically, if you can't get women, Jake the Snake's got you covered. Yeah. He's yeah. going to give you his snake. Oh, boy. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. So that was our only interaction with Jake the Snake. He basically, uh, so he basically made an anal rape joke in the only interaction that you have. Yeah, right. I paid my 40 bucks to get his autograph. He's trying to push the T-shirt on me. I'm like, cool. I don't really want a T-shirt. Okay. And yeah, I kind of got propositioned by a, by a very large WWE Hall of Famer. Great so mustache great. too, man. Great oh, yeah, no. That, I mean, that, first off, yeah, that mustache is on great point. And, yeah, it's great. But the second of all, you have me. The question is, um, what did the T-shirt look like? Like, I'm actually curious oh. as to it, what the it was black. Was so you could make these claims. It was black, right? It was nice. It just was black with the Jake the Snake logo on it. It was a it was a nice shirt. But again, it, thanks to what, that wrestling club, I have enough wrestling shirts. I was gonna say, Larry, looking at the shirt, would it have gotten you laid? Maybe. Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. Maybe we should ask him that another Maybe. time. Without <laughs> without the second half of the, the proposition. Yeah. You know, we'll never know because I didn't buy it. So I might be sleeping alone tonight. But womp, like it, womp. you would think that was, you know, that's enough. You know what? Larry had his interaction with Jake the Snake. But no, that wasn't the only interaction with Jake the Snake that we had. A two um, for one? You got a two for one at Tucson? We got... You got a two for one. Um, so we are sitting talking with fellow podcast Tomorrow Comes Movies, uh, right by where, like I said, the uh, the guest area was. And so Jake Snake goes out because he wants to go smoke, and then he's like, he's like, hey, you know what? I'm gonna protect you from I'm gonna protect you from a snake. And then he's like, this snake, and starts pointing at his crotch. <laughs> oh no! As if you didn't know what he was talking about in the first place, he had to explicitly be like, this snake. <laughs> like, All yeah, right. like protect you from a snake. Like, well, I, I, I see you don't have the boa, so I can, uh, nah. I can assume. I think Damien's long dead, man. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, I'm, ass- I, I'm assuming he probably has like what Damien three at this point. Like, maybe. Or do you think he's just like tired of snakes and he doesn't want anything to do with them anymore? That's the other question. Was that ever his snake, or did some ah, good question? Did somebody just bring one to him, or is he even allowed to have snakes anymore? Ooh, yeah, yeah. probably. What if he's yeah. secretly really afraid of snakes, <laughs> and then somebody just named him that and it stuck, and he's like, "Man, I'm never really change this now." Maybe, maybe he had to use that for WDE because he couldn't be Jake the Penis Roberts. So he's like, "All right, give me a snake. We're gonna call it a snake." You know, <laughs> like uh, maybe he made one too many butt jokes. Yeah, maybe he told too many people that he he would finish the job. I'm actually intrigued to know more about this story. How he actually got the name Jake the Snake? I think it's because Jake rhymes with snake. 
Yeah. That's and, about it, right? And, and of course, oh, there, don't be so logical, Larry. The WWF bought him a snake, and he had to travel with it, and he said he did not like it in the beginning. So, like I said, thank you, Andy, for Nerdsmithing. If you haven't checked out Nerdsmithing channels, go check his channel out. It's amazing. Uh, but thank you for that tidbit of information. The more you know. Da, da, da. So were you at least happy that you met him, even though oh. he was a little weird? No, <laughs> even with the weird dude, like, I think he's just weird for the sake of giving you that memorable experience, right? Yeah. Like, if you just don't say anything and sign the autograph and move on, that's no fun. Yeah. Um, so he, he was just being a good guy. He was really nice, though. Like like you said, he, he talked to us for a couple minutes. Um, and then, yeah, he even interacted with us after we, we gave him some money. So it was it was awesome. I'm glad I did it. Glad to have another WWE sign pop. I do have to say, though, it is kind of cool that you you have a very memorable story that you will never forget <laughs> to get it, that pop sign. Yeah, if anybody ever asks you about that pop, you have a whole story to go with it. Yeah, like, exactly. Oh, let me tell you about that pop. Yeah. Like, this pop almost cost me to get poked in the butt. Yeah. <laughs> Price you pay for those autographs. This snake right here. This snake. This snake. <laughs> So how many total signed pops is that now, Larry? Uh, I only have three WWE signed pops. It's a mini collection, but it's it's growing. At least um, there's a theme. Yeah, so I have those three. I have the four comic book men, so that's seven. And then I have uh, the legend, Corey Feldman. So that is, I have eight signed pops without really trying. All right, cool. Uh, Elias, how many Funko Pops do you have? You pronounced it wrong. <laughs> Why is Elias? I don't know. Mr. Torres or Mrs. Torres. There you go. That's better. From now on, we're just going to call you Dave. Steve. <laughs> oh, it's Steve. Yeah. yeah it's Steve, Steve wants to know how many, how many, uh, how many pops do we have? Uh, I have like 460 ish. I have like 461 ish. So are you guys going to start okay. including Larry. your cereals and your pezzes into that count now? Or is it just pops? it's tricky man so there's like two main ways that i track my collection one is stashpedia it's an app uh that one doesn't have the pez doesn't have uh a lot of the other stuff doesn't have the cereal there's another way pop price guy does have the pez does have the cereal so like depending on how i'm looking at my collection like overall all funko items i think i'm on the wrong side of 500. nice you guys are showing that Funko love, and you have infected all of us with it now. Yeah, you really have. You're welcome. <clears throat> yeah. Just wait oh. till Decon, baby, and you meet up with when you meet up with the Funko fam. Like you make some friends. Nicola's gonna be there. Husband Scott, uh, uh, Hugh Snack Daddy's gonna be there. You guys go if you guys go to the Funko Fiends meet up with me. Like there'll be other people, other Hall of Famers. You will you will affect you will officially get the Funko bug, no doubt. It's gonna happen. Well, plus you have all that cereal. Like, plus, what I think once you take your picture inside the yes, the, the cereal bowl, I think that's gonna seal it right there. Well, yeah. And speaking of cereal, they were they revealed a special cereal, at least one that will be there, and that's that Chevy Metal Funko cereal. Yeah. So Chevy Metal, if you're not familiar with them, it is like. Uh, like a high class cover band with some of the guys from the Foo Fighters in it, and they're playing the VIP party at designer con that Saturday night and somehow some way there's going to be a, an exclusive Funko cereal available exclusive box of cereal 
All right, so Tucson Comic Con. <laughs> yeah, to, to get back on track. Yeah. Oh, back. yeah. Well, <laughs> yeah. so as you were saying, um, while we were talking, or while Jake the Snake was talking to us about his snake, this snake, um, <laughs> we were we were talking to the Patrick <laughs> and... Carissa. From Tomorrow Comes Movies. Um, another local podcast, very similar to the SDS guys, right? They talk about everything nerdy. They talk movies. They talk Star Wars, not music. Um, Funko Pops. Uh, you name it, they probably talk about it. Uh, we became online friends almost a year ago, and we had just never met up with them. So we made it a point. Um, we're like, hey, guys, we totally got to meet up this time for reals. And Jeremy saw him walking by. He stalked him down. Um, slid up on him like hey guys what's going on and we stood around and talked to those uh those two for probably like an hour uh, i had a really good conversation talking podcasting talking kevin smith talking pops talking e everything um so really good guys if you guys haven't checked out tomorrow comes movies um they're on youtube they're on all the audio formats they're on instagram at toc movies uh definitely definitely give them a follow and check them out yeah uh like i said it was really cool running over them. Like i said i love running into people like said that we've that we've kind of made friends with uh like i said over over the youtube of careers that we've had uh like i said it's it's kind of it's kind of interesting it's it's one of those things where like i said it's always fun to kind of interact with different people and kind of get their and actually meet them in real life rather than you know with, hey you want to have a, a stream that they're on it's just because like i said some people like I said, are, are just a tad different in real life than they are on their stream so uh, it, was, it was it was really cool to interact with them. I said both really really friendly people. Like I said, it was it was it was a uh, it was great to meet them. Yeah, it was really cool. So we're we talked about doing some type of collab sometime. So maybe just maybe they'll be on an SDS guys episode coming up really soon. What you heard here first? Yeah. Speaking oh, of speaking of guests on podcast, did you know that last week we didn't do our own podcast, but we were on an episode of the Couch Crunchers. Um, so that check. was really fun. Yeah, yeah it, was it was a really good time. Fun. They record their stuff live on YouTube too. So if you search STS guys, couch crunchers, it will come up. Uh, we also dropped kind of a preview video on our channel that has the link in there. So, uh, you can find us, all four of us, right? Larry, Jeremy, Scott, and Nate, um, live on the couch crunchers with Lance and Jay. It was a really good time. Uh, they were down in Tucson. They were actually doing a couple panels, but, uh, unfortunately they had some car trouble and didn't get there till after we left. Um, so we didn't get a chance to meet up with them. So hopefully, hopefully we can meet up in person sometime really soon. But yeah, guys, check out the Couch Crunchers. They're awesome. You definitely want to listen to that SDS guys episode. I oh. think a lot of you already have, which we totally appreciate. Yeah, like I said I think I think a good chunk of the SDS guys audience uh, has, as I said, especially our audio listeners that are out on you know the iTunes and SoundCloud and Google Play Land. Uh, like I said, I said you guys have definitely showed the support there on, on that uh, on that sub episode that we've had. Uh, with the couch crunchers so thank you for doing that excited to go i think we have about 400 of you that have uh that have uh, listened to that episode so far so you know thanks for showing uh the couch crunchers some love yeah yeah no, definitely it, it, it surprised me to see all of our audience come out and jump on to to that one so that's awesome yeah that chat was active it, it was fun it was a good time it was pretty rad <laughs> um so yeah so like I, I feel like the best part of tucson comic-con was hanging out with people uh right we hung out to Markham's movies i ran into uh my making fun buddy uh charles aka angry koala gear um on instagram he sat next to me at the making fun premiere back in january um it's like I, I know i told the story on that episode of the podcast but that was like 30 something episodes ago so 
Uh, I was sitting next to this guy getting ready to watch a movie and I'm scrolling through my Instagram and I saw a picture of a selfie of him and I'm like, dude, I follow you on Instagram. And then we became instant best friends. We talked, we talked pops, we talked designer toys. Um, and we talked about how we both lived in Arizona. So he's from Tucson. Uh, we saw each other like, hey, and we stood around and talked for like a good 20, 30 minutes. Uh, he will be down in Anaheim for Designer Con too. Uh, his oh, nice. brother makes and sells some designer toys. So I'm looking forward to meeting up with him and uh, maybe his brother too. That would be awesome. That's really cool. Make, yeah. Making some uh, some new friends. Yeah, it's the STS guy's way. <laughs> the SES guy's way either making friends or pissing people off royally. Hooray! <laughs> Yay! Hey, I wouldn't have it any other way because that's just that's just that's what we do. I don't think we piss anybody off. We're pretty we're pretty nice guys when it comes you, down to it. You are. Jeremy and I are not. <laughs> Jeremy's laughing. <laughs> I am because we're, yes. we're kind of the assholes of the group. <laughs> It happens just naturally, but you know what? It's 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 a good balance. So I said we have I, I, we have the two angels and Larry and Nate over on one shoulder, and then we have the two devils, you know, Scott and Jeremy on the other shoulder. I said it's a good balance. It's a yin and yang. I said it's very zen like. I said you can't have good without evil. I said I think that's what makes us a great podcast <laughs> for sure. You know what else is great? All the great vendors at Tucson Comic Con. Oh, yeah. I was gonna say, was there like yeah? You talked about the kind of meeting some of the celebrity people. Were there uh, any uh, like comic creators or anything that you guys got a chance to like interact with? Um, like I said, we had Brian Polito from uh, from Coffin Comics, aka the creator of Lady Death. So that was probably the, the, the coolest interaction that we had. Um, but like I said, kind of like, kind of like what Larry was saying, kind of some of the vendors, some of the vendors, like I said, you were actually kind of surprised at uh, kind of what they brought out. They brought, they brought up the big guns. <laughs> don't, don't laugh. <laughs> Jeremy's laughing. So that means there's something weird going on here. Guns. They had the Goodwill booth. <laughs> yeah. They're like legit. There's a Goodwill booth. Like were, that was, Goodwill. Were, were they selling like donated comics like what what did the goodwill booth have <laughs> yes I, I think okay first off or i have more questions about the goodwill booth than i probably do about tucson comic-con so let's <laughs> so this tells me a lot because i remember looking at the list of vendors last year and i know goodwill was on that list so i'm disappointed you guys didn't go to the goodwill booth last year but anyway we didn't, we didn't see it last year to be I honest yeah he was probably so packed with people you just missed it <laughs> um no it, it like legit was one of the busiest booths um, yes, they have comics. They had a surprising amount of Funko Pops. Um, they had other random nerd stuff. They had like a Star Trek mug. Um, they had Loki cologne that apparently somebody had donated. I feel like they take all of the nerdy kind of okay. stuff that they get throughout the year and they save it for Tucson Comic Con. So, okay, so Larry, they had Loki cologne at goodwill yes. prices 13 you, no you, eh, 13 it, bucks still so you did not buy it i am 13. disappointed in that smells like larry actually naturally smells like tom hiddleston he doesn't need the cologne it's true i'm not right. saying he needs the cologne but it's 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 fucking loki cologne for 13 dollars. you need to at least buy it to say i bought loki cologne from the goodwill booth at tucson comic-con so what you're saying is he should have bought it to have it signed 
at oh. Comic Con in January. Yes. <laughs> nice. I was thinking if you, like it would be fun to get it and spray it and uh, do a do that photo op, man. Yeah. And then and Tom Hill says like, "What's that smell?" I'm like, "My Loki cologne, buddy." What's that smell? You motherfucker! <laughs> Holy shit! We should have bought it. Why? No. Is it worth something? Are you on eBay right now? Dollars on eBay. How much? Ninety. No, sold or lit or sold or There's only two of them on there. Wait, was it still in box or was it in? Yes, it was in box. Oh man! I told you, you find those random things who at known, the Goodwill bro, booth. You, know, who you buy known. them. So you know what we should do? Like a test sometime. Since Jeremy's got all the really cool comic stuff, maybe he does like a donation of something to Goodwill and see if it ends up in Tucson. <laughs> like, hey, that's mine. I gave it to you the earlier this year. So, right. I have donated a ton of stuff to the Goodwill by me and, and once have had to go into it to get like the receipt and everything. Like the Goodwill near my house actually has a surprisingly big like section of like collectibles and um, comics and stuff like that that people donate all the time. Like um, when I went in there the last time, they had three like relatively good condition SNESs. So seriously how yeah, much like they're only like 10 or 15 bucks and you like, didn't buy them i already have one i, I don't need more yeah i know so there was a time when i was when i was hitting up the goodwills fairly regularly uh and i i ended up with like three game cubes i don't need three game cubes but i have three game cubes do they all work you don't yeah oh yeah absolutely like you don't say no to a cheap nintendo system it's 10 bucks you, you know, don't like or larry bucks. doesn't yeah no. larry doesn't larry doesn't say no to a cheap nintendo system like so what larry's yeah, trying to say if you're trying to offload nice. your old nintendo system hit larry up yeah i've got paypal <laughs> paypal ready larry there's a good yeah. chance he might take it off your hands right and, a thousand and bucks paypal show me what you got and depending Four. on uh and depending on what uh, games you have hit me up because if I don't have them, I will probably pick them up off of you. I actually don't have a Super Nintendo. I would probably take one if I saw one at a good price, like ten bucks, fifteen bucks. I hope everybody heard that. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> you have one. Who's got sell. a Super Nintendo? Pug? Mr. Mr. Torres yeah, has Pug a, a Game Boy. Oh, oh nice. What I kind of Game my... Boy, Mr. Torres? I sold nope. my. I, I paused because I thought he was going to audibly answer. Yeah, <laughs> I did. I stopped. I'm like, oh, Mr. Torres, please. Answer. Mr. Torres, yeah. please. Yes. Yeah. Steve, um, come on. Let us know. I had a, I had a, I had a pretty nice Game Boy Color that I sold uh, a few I, years I, back. Surprisingly, I still have one of the OG non-gray ones. Gray yeah. Game Boys. Nice. So the one cool. that you could put the printer on that would do like the weird like. Uh, the, yeah, it was yeah. like that weird sticker, but it like. Yeah. It was like this, almost like a sketch drawing that it, it spit out. Like, oh yeah, no, that that old school Game Boy. That's awesome. I used yeah. to have the little magnifier thing that you'd put over it. <laughs> oh little, yeah, that was awesome. With the light, <laughs> yeah, with the light. I want a virtual boy. All that to say is, kids these days don't know the pain of having a Game Boy and driving around at night and only being able to play when your parents drove under the the, the street light. <laughs> yeah. So you'd have to play for a couple seconds and hit pause. Pause. And play for a couple seconds and pause. Yeah. But, yeah. Or, or hope or hope you get stuck at a red light that has a good street light next yeah, to it. Yes, so you could play that yeah. thing. 
Yep. Wait, so Jeremy said the Virtual Boy, and that brings back some memories. I remember playing Virtual Boy, uh, Mario Tennis. All the characters were in red, but they were different depths. It was pretty cool. That's awesome. Scott, do you have a do you have a Virtual Boy? I do not. <clears throat> it was a Virtual Boy was actually pretty crazy. I remember when I opened that up and I was like, whoa, this thing is like a it's like a pair of goggles that you stare into and you're you know yeah. playing yeah yeah that that was a little rich for for my blood when it was first out and uh yeah i have not found one anywhere holy crap to be able to pick one up. bucks the cheapest one yeah. yeah like they're not they're not something you're gonna find inexpensively there's still a pretty there's still a pretty like sought but, after item yeah but i think scott's right i think it was a high price point at the time so they probably didn't sell a lot then of course some didn't make it so probably to find a good working one yeah that's yeah. a lot of money so i guess you're not getting one jeremy <laughs> or are you never say never yeah don't, don't challenge me come on yeah. <laughs> come on jeremy's the one that when we mentioned 30 year old batman cereal he had it at his door like the next week true and then scott ate it <laughs> we all ate that <laughs> we all picked one for the team but i was the guinea pig yeah, yeah, you didn't die, so then I was in. Yeah, I didn't Scott's, throw up immediately, so eh. so that's still standing. Cereal, the Batman cereal, you know, was just one example of you know one of the many things they had to offer at Tucson Comic Con. Ah, see what you did there, bringing it back. Bringing yeah. it back. Yeah, it was cool. There were a lot of like there were a lot of different vendors, like Peter Piper Pizza. Um, Tucson Comic Con had their own booth selling some shirts and some pins. Zia Records was there. Jeremy almost bought some awesome vinyl, <laughs> like AFI. Uh, we om oh. I almost bought the James Bond soundtrack. Wait, um, which which James Bond? It was actually ten of the James Bond theme songs. Oh, like, so I don't I don't know. Man. I guess it was so, just the intro songs, like a, a compilation of all the the, yeah. the best intros. Those Three bucks, so epic too. Three bucks. I almost got it. Maybe I should have um the the local video game store that's here i can't think of their name they were there um the guys who like are always at game on expo um yeah there, there's some comic vendors we saw some good older stuff right we saw uh first appearance of hulk uh we saw the first avengers like there there was some there's some high-end books there too yeah i i do have to to give tucson a little bit of credit when it came to that they had a good number of shops that showed up with with comics like that was my one complaint about phoenix last year was it I, it didn't really have enough comic book vendors that were there and you know tucson being a much smaller con surprises me with the number of vendors that they have yeah so jeremy you've yeah. been there both years what would you say better year or you know give us your thoughts um, I was definitely a fan of, well, it's, it's, it's kind of hard to say just because the, the, the first year was kind of like our first official, like coverage con from, like I said, doing from the official podcast aspect. So like I said, that one, I think will always, like you said, be near and dear to my heart just because, so we had some awesome experiences. So me and Scott went down there. So we get to, we get to talk with Ming from comic book, man. Like, so there were, there was some awesome interactions <laughs> that we had while we were there. Right. Um, so I think that one will always probably be my favorite to, but I think I said I'm just kind of biased because of that, just because of the the of what that means specifically for our podcast. 
No, that was a really cool trip. I remember, I forgot that Ming was there, but I know that was really cool to meet him. And okay. what, he had remembered that you guys had talked earlier, right? He was yeah. like, oh yeah, STS guys. Yeah, so uh, that was also the the first time mm -hmm. I got yelled at at a convention uh, <laughs> because I was apparently filming where I was not supposed to film. Bad boy. So you're, not, the, you're the but, bad boy of the STS. But guys. it was great because Ming was like, no, he's okay. He come in, like, what? <laughs> It was it was nice of me to let us go and then film him after I just got yelled at. Way to go, Scott. The bad boy. Yep. Well, I was just I walked by and took some video and the lady's like, you need to pay for that. And I was like, no, I don't. I'm not in any line. <laughs> that was that was just a weird interaction. That was a weird interaction with uh with uh like said, the, the the staff, but like I said, the main was like was was completely on board with like having us talk to him. Yeah. 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 Our yeah. first celebrity interview. Yeah. Pretty cool. So yeah, that one was special. This one is fun. Like I'd go again next year. I think the guest list was a little bit smaller this year than last year, but you know, that happens. Like yeah. sometimes you can't, you're right. Depending on how, what weekend it is and stuff like you can't always uh, get people to come down. So, uh, but they did good. They put on a good show. I had a good time. That's right. What else was I going to do on a Saturday? So yeah. That's what counts, you know. Yeah. Well, if you're having a good time. Then... Yeah, hung out with Jeremy from the STS guys. Well, like, I know, I know, it's it's me. It's like, <laughs> it's okay. Um, so just kind of looking through the through the chat right here. So Matthew's Nerding Nation got the Hulk cologne. What? What? Nice. There's a Hulk I cologne too. What? We got Loki at, and Hulk. You can sell like either one at the Dollar Tree. I, wow. I, I, okay, so I'm going to jump on here and say I'm kind of like Loki clone. I understand, but Hulk cologne just I would feel smells like sweat and anger. <laughs> like, I don't know how much I would like. What what else can you put on that? So what you're saying, it smells like musk. Yeah, Pretty musk, musk. <laughs> musk, and maybe just a, a hint of pee. Okay, like, <laughs> hint of pee. Has Walkman. Nerd, Matthew's Nerdy Nation, send me a GameCube. Larry, I think I think Matthew's radiation wants to send him a GameCube. I think you need to send it to me instead. What? You don't have a GameCube? I don't have a GameCube. No, you probably need a GameCube. What color do you want? I've got black, I've got purple, and I've got silver. Ooh. Ooh. All right, you're getting a variety. That's why I had friend. to buy all three. They were different colors. Yeah. And don't I get will. me start don't get me started on how many GameCube controllers I bought too, because I've got a stash of those. I, I, I will take whatever one you don't want. So right. hey, Larry, just oh, dang. you said you had three. I'm getting. Yeah, I'm always. I'm always in the market for extras of those. Uh, if whatever one Jeremy doesn't take, uh, I want dibs on the other. Yeah, All and right. if you don't want to keep one for yourself, I'll take a third. <laughs> you know, Smash is coming out soon, so uh, need to practice with those. Brawl, which was the best Smash. Yeah, critically acclaimed. Well, Larry, you're, gonna... you're so generous. <laughs> He's whatever, like, wait, man. hold on a second. I wanted to keep one i need at least one actually i don't <laughs> i don't I'm sure we could go to another goodwill yeah. we could yeah oh Road trip. those older systems are at goodwills all the time it's just whether or not it works is the question yeah but it'll never feel the same as larry giving it to me true so, talking about other video games like i said it's also been a big week for video games for the scs guy Yes, it, it has. has. So, I worked out really good with the transition. Yeah. That was that was solid, man. That was solid. Yeah. Um, yeah, I know myself. 
I have uh, basically neglected most of the adult responsibilities I have in my life. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, Scott's probably had the most time with... We're talking Red Dead Redemption 2, guys. Yeah. Why? So so I, I did a live stream earlier, but Scott, you know... You've had the most time, clearly. I've talked to you a lot about it in I've, between I, me playing. I, I'm at, I think, about 15 to 20 hours into the game right now. I, I haven't checked, like, the official, like, play stats, but I would put myself somewhere somewhere in there at the least. And I have to say, I am loving the game. I, I don't know about anybody else. I know Larry does didn't get it. Uh, I know... Jeremy, I, I don't know how much time you've been able to put into it. I but. literally, I literally just got to the point to where you're not on that forced tutorial story mode. Yeah, so no, I, I'm, you're, now, I'm now to the town of Valentine where I can actually yeah. do it now. Yeah, no, see, that's the thing. They hide all the tutorials once you're. The whole first chapter is still a tutorial, but you just don't know it. Like it's, it's amazing. Yeah, sneaky. Uh, it doesn't There's really change up sneaky. until you get to chapter two, and then the whole yeah. world kind of opens up. And I agree with Scott. Um, I haven't played it quite as much as he has, but from what I have played, it's it's incredible game. Uh, yeah. The amount of stuff that they're able to pack into it. Um, and you knew you were getting a lot when you had that 100 gig download, but it yeah. is so worth it. Uh, the game is, for one, incredibly beautiful. It's it, The graphics are really, really well done. And uh, it feels like a living, breathing world. I've talked to Scott about this a couple of times, but you'll just be doing your own thing. And all of a sudden you see something out of the corner of your eye. You're like, what is that over there? So you go up and you find some random encounter. And Scott's had some really choice ones, probably more than me. Yeah. But um, I, I, I actually got the uh, you make you screw like a pig boy. Uh, yeah. Went into a house and the dude hit me with a chair and then ended up, I'm fairly certain, ended up raping. <laughs> I think my character got raped. So, but stuff that it's not a story Nobody mission. It's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Bad Jake the snake. Bad. Yeah. Jake's been in the world. Somebody, someone else showed me their snake. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, like Scott was saying, sometimes it's not even like a side mission. It's not even a story mission. It's just something that's happening. And you're a part of it. And then you may get something from it. You may not. Um, and then you kind of go about your way. There's just stuff yeah. like that happens all the time. Yeah. Um, and- so so here, here's a good thing. Just earlier today, was just riding along. Heard a guy yelling off kind of the trail. So I rode over there. The dude was getting like attacked by a wolf. So I had to like shoot the wolf off of him. And then... He was asking for help, so I gave him some whiskey because that was the only thing I had on me that I could give him. He took his swig and he's like, I don't feel good and then just died. (laughs) (laughs) So I was like, oh, I just wasted like one of my like health items for this guy. So yeah, like just little there's these little tiny stories that make it up and I'll say I do have a couple things that that I don't like about the game. There's a few things that um, there's the little side missions that are great, but there's a couple of other um, not story missions, but that are supposed to be random encounters, but they feel really, really scripted. There's sometimes when you do like a bar fight, and you know, like, oh, no matter what I do in this, you know, the outcome of it. But other than that, like, 
the stories that they tell is are absolutely amazing. Mm-hmm. It makes you feel like you're in a Western. Uh, yeah, that's that's. I think I think my appreciation of the game, like I said, it just one. Just I'm glad that the game wasn't in Spanish because I did order the <laughs> Spanish language the Spanish language copy of it uh, off that deal on Facebook. Uh, so the package is completely in Spanish. The discs are in Spanish, but the game itself is in English. So uh, All right. that was that was I was willing to take the gamble. Uh, you know, trying to get the game for thirty five bucks and it, it, it did pay off. That's a smooth and do, but uh, like I said, it's just it's just the story. I, I think that, I think it's the background music too that, that just kind of ties to it. That and then honestly, it's just I can't wait for you guys to upgrade your TVs. Um, it like with HDR enabled and like I said uh, on a on a 4K, it's a gorgeous game. Like yeah. it is an absolutely gorgeous game. Right. Yeah. I have a pro and you know, I don't have a 4k. I do have a 1080p. So it, I mean, I, I can see what you're talking about. I, I can imagine it's probably even more insane on a 4k, right. even though I'm blown away at 1080p. I, I really want to see it in 4k because yeah. the game was, you know, kind of, I think meant to be played in 4k. You can just, there's just so much detail there. Uh, every little blade of grass, the snow, the weather, your horse, when it gets dirty, you can see like dirt on the horse. You know, even your your clothes. If you fall off your horse, you know you might have dirt on the side of your face. If you get in a fight, your eye turns black. Yeah. You know, if you get in a gunfight, you've got holes in your clothes. I mean, it's just everywhere. Or the the, th- the thing that catches me is when you go hunting, and if you you skin an animal, then if you then pick up its carcass to like bring back for food, the shoulder that you use. Uh, actually has the blood stain on it from where you carried the at you know the animal on your shoulder yeah i, yeah, I put it you have, you have sweat like i said you have sweat in the game i mean that, that's like the weirdest like detail but it makes it like interesting because i remember like so like literally the very first thing that i did when, once i got into the town of valentine i'm like you know what i'm going to the bathhouse <laughs> i'm gonna get that special bath I mean, the special bath where the lady comes and washes you and i was like all right well, where is this going and then she just leaves yeah <laughs> I was like, is that what ha- is that what happened in the wild west the lady came in and rubbed your arm for a second and then was like all right i'm good all right i'm done go yeah, yeah i'm gonna yeah. make an old reference here but there has to be like a hot coffee type moment yeah. in the game right yeah, exactly yeah not so far um so I've stopped. I'm San Andreas references. Yeah. yeah. Hey, so uh, famous am... hot coffee scene. It was one of the most explicit parts of the game because you're, you know, basically on, hey, having your only, way with a prostitute. Only on PC though. It's true. You, only, you had to unlock it via uh, console commands. Yeah. Uh, but so far, I like I said, I, I actually stopped. I'm around mid chapter three of the game, and I just kind of stopped. Uh, so I could start just exploring and doing like side quests. And uh, right now I'm trying to do challenges and hunting. So uh, cool. getting skins and things so I can build, you know, upgrades and that sort of thing. So um, this is a game that you could probably barrel through in, you know, 30 to 40 hours. I think if you just did the story missions and locked into it, but it's a game I don't know if it's going to be at the level of Skyrim of like just continual playability, but it's up. It's it's a hundred hour easy game for uh, if you want to just waste time doing all those side quests and doing 
just all the little things that you you possibly can do. And I think you're almost doing yourself a disservice if you try to rush through the game towards the end. Like you need to Mm -hmm. take it slow and experience the game and all the little interactions. One thing I noticed um, off the bat when I first started playing it is that I had just got done playing Spider-Man. And Spider-Man is a very quick game. You know, you're you're going through the city at a fast pace. You're doing interactions really quickly. And Red Dead Redemption is kind of the opposite of that, where it's much more slow paced, but it lets you appreciate that world a little bit more, I think. So you can really take in all the little detail. And, you know, there's animals that you interact with. You can go hunting at any time. It's got that classic rock star style to where it feels like a fully fleshed out world. I mean, they thought of everything. No, Um, I was the same way with, uh, like I said, the, the the pace of the game because like, it, it it feels like you're just like crawling compared to like what Spider-Man was, like which is a good thing in, in, in some ways. It's just I think I needed a game in between this to transition off of Spider-Man yeah. into this game, just because like I said, it's a complete pace different story. Like it's, yeah. it, I totally agree. It it almost felt like, and I'm this I don't want to say anything negative about the game, but like scott he had you know small little gripe one thing it almost felt a little clunky when i first started playing the because i just wasn't used to the controls and that that's a rockstar thing though i was just that's rockstar in every game that they've they've really put out there it's called the rockstar uh clunk It, it really is there's like a stiffness or rigidity to every character that you play and it happens with you know throughout all the grand theft autos it it's even like Max Payne, right? Was the third one was great, but there was still this level of like you feel like you're just kind of moving this like st- just <laughs> stiff weight. Like I don't know, like you're just kind of like kind of yeah. like in the character. Like as much as they want it to be this this awesome experience, there's this way that your character moves based on the controls that that feels a little bit weird, no matter what you do. It, it's that and it's like little weird things too like 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 honestly i said i get like I said, it's just one more aspect of the game but i honestly ha- i okay you have to eat like in like or you have to basically yeah. oh it's too warm change your clothes because otherwise it's going to infect it yeah to infect so I, I do have to say this game has the utter worst inventory management system the wheel not not even the wheel like once you get further in the game like you, you'll see what i mean uh so when you do like hunting in, in the game and you have to get skins, you have to put them on the back of the horse, but you can only put one big item and like a set number of small items on it. Uh, it, it really, it, it gets to the point where it's tedious. Cause I don't want to be like, Oh, I killed a bear. Oh, look, there's another thing that I want to take back with me. Oh, but I can't because I don't have room to store both of those items on my goddamn horse. Uh, so when you're going for like these completion things and they talk about like, skins that you have to bring back and some of them are large i don't have the goddamn time to drive or ride my horse 20 minutes across the fucking map to go get something (laughs) to drive it back to drop it off to then drive back to that same area to get a second one because you need two yeah like let me carry more shit like it it doesn't do a great job either of letting you know that you can upgrade your horse like you can upgrade how much it can hold for you but i don't know if you can upgrade how many furs it can hold but it just it kind of just throws you into the world and it's like hey by the way you can craft things 
and you can improve your weapons and you can improve your horse, but you don't really find out unless you go to the vendor and start seeing what's available in their menus. And you're like, yeah. oh, I can customize and, my weapons and do all and this looking, stuff. And you have to go in and like hit the little like inspect on all those upgrades to see certain things. Like mm -hmm. I didn't realize the different saddles made a, a difference because they have 20 different saddles. It, they'd have no point where they tell you what they do until you go into pick them where yeah. you can choose which color you want and then you hit like show info and it will tell you what they like what their pros and cons are yeah i i can like, see what they're trying to no do point did you tell me any of this shit yeah i can see what they're trying to do they're trying to like make it more of an rpg-ish style game but i think simplicity sometimes is good in certain things like i don't to be honest, I don't really care what saddle I put on my horse. Oh, um, how about you know? this? The, the thing that I, I looked at is today I was doing a bunch of cooking and I could make five of an item, but I have to cook them one at a time. <laughs> yeah. And like, dude, I have a goddamn grill. Let me cook. If I want to say cook all five right now, just let me cook all five. Like, at yeah. what point do I have to go one at a time? Like, that's. You, oh, it's realism. No, it's fucking not. Because I see he has a little grill over the fire. Like, let me cook five of them. It will fit them. <laughs> like, I see it. Yeah, it's just little things like that. I know we're, we've been kind of griping. The game is still really great. But no. it's, it's it's these things that you just wish they would get right so you wouldn't get annoyed with the game at certain points. Like, God, this is taking too long. Like, this should be easier. All I have to say is everything that I gripe about is something they could probably fix when it comes down to like you know with patches or things like that um i, I always hate to bring it, i know jeremy's probably sick of me saying this but it, it's kind of the same thing that happened with the witcher 3. like when you if you played it at launch their inventory system was utter garbage like everything had weight and you would fill up with just random shit that you would find you'd suddenly be like you can't carry anymore because you're too heavy uh it kind of the same thing i I see where they were going with this one, but I think they need to make some changes to the, the the system as it is right now so that it is a more functioning thing for people that are casual players, right? This is for those. It's set up right now for those people that have that time to dedicate to only grabbing one of each item at a time that they can carry to bring back, but th th it needs to be updated. Yeah. <clears throat> now, I can't wait to invest some more time into this game because I think it's... I know I'm going to be playing it for a while. I said it, which just kind of sucks because there's some other games uh, right around the corner, including uh, Fallout 76, which I think yeah. you, had, uh, you had to spend a little time with uh, that with the beta. I did. Uh, so I've, I've got a couple hours into the beta, which I do have to say was really hard to, to pull myself from Red Dead to, to go play, but I did get a chance to go through... Um, and I have to say, I was a little weary about Fallout 76 just because they were kind of adding the, it really is playing the survival mode. I don't know if any of you guys played like the survival mode on 4 or the old, uh, uh, when they added it into uh, uh, New Vegas. Uh, so where you'd actually have like a water and food level that you had to kind of keep up. Uh, a lot of that's been brought into this as kind of the standard mode. So not only do you have, you know, your AP, you have your health, you actually have to watch food and water consumption because uh, that will actually impact things as as those go down. 
um it was it was kind of cool it was it's very different uh jeremy i know you played a lot of four um i know we, we talked about it a bunch it's very much kind of in that, that same fallout vein uh, of kind of that, that world where you can kind of go off and do your own adventure. Um, but it's vastly different in that there is everything is done via hollow tape. Like almost everything is you find a dead body, you listen to their tape, they talk about something and then you, you get a mission to go kind of complete what they were doing or investigate what they're doing. Uh, stuff like that the best way i can describe it though is i hope this changes but the game is vastly empty it it feels it feels empty that is a little concerning it's not bad but like think about this in fallout when you're playing like we'll use four as an example you would go from place to place. There would be random encounters that you could have with raiders or different people running around. Uh, there was different settlements that you could go to for trading and to gain your missions and things like that. The only other like non-hostile characters that you run into are other players that are just spread across the map in this one. So you go to a town and there is nobody there except for, you know... You know, screws your mom 23 that's running around that map at the same time. Like, Wait, is that your new PS4 name? Oh my God. If I could, when I can change it, hell yeah. Um, <laughs> it's, uh, I think I just renamed myself. Uh, so I will say this from what I gathered, it, it feels a, the mission structure and the way that, that missions are kind of gathered to you feels a lot like Destiny. In terms of like things are just, hey, you you pick up a random thing, go do this, go find this in this world, um, and and go finish this out. So do you feel like it's gonna be like like where there's gonna be like a lot of like daily challenges and stuff too, kind of like like Destiny, yeah. like even so, uh, even uh the division was kind of like that, like hey, you know what, this week's weekly challenge, daily challenge is this, go do this. This is what perks you get from from doing this this activity. No, it, it 100% was like, uh, so w- when I got to level five, I started getting added into all those daily challenges things. Um, and the first one was go kill these three in this town. There's all these robotic Mr. Handies that are going crazy. There's these three like control units that we have to kill. And then I had to go reprogram like their operating system, right? To like take humans out of their targeting system. So I killed one of them. And then some other dude randomly showed up in the town. Cause it's like a, like, Hey, daily quest, like event going on public thing. Uh, so, uh, I don't have an action figure handy, so just that'll have to do. Um, and, and another guy just randomly showed up, took out the other two. And then I ran to the base to like reprogram it. And we got like an airdrop that showed up, which was quite weird that it was an airdrop that showed up in the middle of the, the town for completing it. Cause oh, that does sound like destiny. Like who, who, who the hell dropped that thing into the town? Like, is there someone from space? Like vault tech is shooting it. Like who, who did this? Uh, but it, it's the mission structure. I have to say is very much reminds me of destiny, but 
here's the thing if you play this with friends and as a group it would be a hell of a fun game i can tell you that just from playing it it as a group of people running around discovering random shit protecting each other like it would be great playing it by yourself might get to be a point where you feel like you're alone and that was and, and there's that feeling of like there's nothing else out here for me that was one of my biggest fears for this game to be honest is is it really going to be dependent heavily on multiplayer or can I have that single player aspect when my friends are busy with their lives and we can't meet up because, you know, the older we get, the harder it is, you know, sometimes to find time to get together. Um, You know, you try to make time when you can, but you need to be able to play a game by yourself without all your friends around and still have a good time. Yeah. And you could do that, but that experience is going to be vastly different. And I don't know if it's actually going to be as enjoyable trying to run through everything on your own. Hmm. It's interesting. So, but like I said, I mean, you could always rely on the kindness of strangers. I had one help me out during the beta. I had just left the vault. I got attacked by something that was clearly well above my level and it was going to kill me. And a random guy just ran up behind the thing, shot it, killed it, gave me a thumbs up and he just ran off. So, I mean, there is strangers that are out there to be kind of the, the good guy of the, the wasteland. So um, good things about the game, though, I do have to say is they've got rid of some of the uh, the drab colors that they used in some of the other ones. It's very pretty, like just walking around. You feel like you're in a, you know, the Appalachian Mountains as it, you know, kind of letting it overrun. Like it's it's a very beautiful very open game like Bethesda does that weird open world thing very well and it it portrays in this it's just it just kind of has a it, it lacks kind of a soul is the uh, best way I can put I'm it. looking forward to definitely playing this game when it comes out because I think that uh when I said when this game finally <laughs> does come out like I think if we squat up together I think it's gonna be awesome yeah oh yeah no like I said this game is going to be amazing for having a group of friends to go out, get together and and play uh, just from what I've seen and, and played so far. It's geared towards coming in as a group of friends or finding a group of people that that are out there and, you know, kind of partying up and, and going out from there. Would you say that maybe a ghost gang would make oh, a really good team? Ooh, uh, team okay. Tiny Ghost? <laughs> team Tiny Ghost for the win. Team Woo. Tiny Ghost gang. Well, you know, Scott, I am glad that you played it to kind of like learn a little bit more about what to I, expect. I, it's It's one of those games when I first heard about it, I was like, wow, that sounds really cool. But as time has gone on, and the more I hear, the less excited I am. <clears throat> I think maybe it's going to take one of those times where we're all online playing it together to change my mind. Do you but, all have it? Do you all have it in pre-order? I do. I do. I, I know Jeremy it, does. To yeah. Scott's earlier point, I don't know if I know I'm going to be playing Red Dead when it comes out. So I don't know if this is enough to take me away from that. Well, right I, I think this is one kind of what Scott was saying, though. I think this is one of those things where, like. Hey, if we're all online at the same time, hey, you know what? Let's let's throw in, let's throw in Fallout seventy six. I think you can kind of take it and leave it. 
just because like I said, if it, if it is those, like, those daily challenges and if it, if it plays better as a squad-based game, like it's one of those games where, you know what, hey, we're all online. Hey, let's, th- let's throw that in. Hey, there's only one of us on none of the other guys online. Hey, I'm going to go back to Red Dead. Yeah, that's I'll, fair. I'll go, I'll go play something geared towards, you know, one player. But yeah, Wait, I, I think it's I, perfect just because typically I said when I said this time of year rolls around. So there's always, like I said, this, this group of games together that like I said I have a hard time peeling myself away from one game to the next game. But I think this is kind of a, a perfect kind of change of pace just because one is geared more towards single player campaign and one's geared more completely towards online. Mm hmm. Don't forget that we're only like five weeks away from the game of the year, Super Smash Bros. Oh, really? That's that's crazy. There, there, you can't call it game of the Uh year when the original was released last year. Original what? (laughs) Oh, man, Scott's throwing shade. No, I'm not throwing shade. I'm just saying it's not a new game. They've added new characters. Game of the year. There's a story (laughs) mode. Yeah, I think with that. I do like that the guy who created Kirby is the one who's kind of in charge of Smash Brothers and in his little story mode kills everyone but Kirby <laughs> as the story mode. <laughs> We're gonna have to give Larry his time to talk about Smash as we get closer. No, like oh no, like I, don't get me wrong. I am super excited for Smash and I love Smash. But this thing with the Switch that they've been doing with the Nintendo games is just taking all the Wii U games and remastering them for the Switch is getting a little old. Like, I, I like Mario Kart, right? And it's cool that yeah. they, they brought it over. But don't call it a, a new game. You know, Mar- hey, Deluxe! Super Smash Deluxe! Like, just give me a new version of the damn game. Totally. We'll see. I think we'll Smash see. will be like all the Smashes are pretty close. So we'll see. I, I'm still super, super stoked. Yeah. Like I, I'm excited. I will be playing the living, living hell out of, uh, out of Smash, to be honest. Like I, I have not been excited for a Switch release as much as I have for Smash. Yeah. No. So <laughs> especially now that since I have it pre ordered, we get that Piranha Plant. Piranha player. Yes. Thank God for the Amazon pre-order. Oh my god. Everyone is so salty about that, by the way. Really? Oh yeah, because everyone online wanted I I don't know what everyone's obsession with Waluigi is, but everyone wants him in Smash. And then a a goddamn piranha plant shows up as a character before he does like Waluigi. Nintendo's doing Waluigi dirty, but uh yeah, it, it's fun to watch the people's hopes get just dashed. You know, there's going to be more DLC. So maybe they're just, at this point, maybe they're just messing with people. And we'll still get Waluigi. I like Waluigi. He's one of my wow. favorite characters. We ran into wow. a credit card. We did. We saw two Waluigis. I saw like a Mario wow. Aces Waluigi. Well, and then we saw a Justice for Waluigi uh, for Smash. You know what I'm most excited for with Smash? What are you excited for? Being able to play with all four STS guys in one match. One live stream. I don't think you've seen that before. Maybe once with Mario Kart. Yeah, Mario Kart. That one time at Jeremy says after episode 50. Yeah, but that's what I'm excited for. Ooh. Grackling Goober. Yeah, Grackling Goober. Welcome to the stream. He's asking, who do you guys want for Smash Brothers DLC? Um, Waluigi. (laughs) 
<laughs> of course, Larry brings out the one we've been talking about. Birdo? How about a Birdo? I mean, Birdo? the ros- the roster is pretty sufficient. You know? It's pretty deep. I don't Unless know. they start going to other games. Yeah, I don't know what else I would want to see. I, I kind of just want to mess with who they've I, already introduced. I, you know what? I can, I'll can. i bring this in here. Uh, I know that they're, they're not Nintendo-exclusive ones, but I would love to see uh, Banjo and Kazooie as a playable character, or uh, Spyro. I'm going to go real far left field. They already have Metal Gear Solid Snake. Why not Gray Fox? Huh? Dude, oh, yeah. The, yeah, you yeah. want the Cyborg Ninja? Just bring, dude, you have Snake, bring in Raiden. Yeah, there you go. Like, That's a better option. Yeah, bring like, Raiden. dude. My, the, so my, I want to see Rush from Mega Man. Ooh. That would be cool. Solid choices. All about then, more Mega Man stuff. But then, like I said, like I said, it would be cool because if you put Mega Man in your team and, and Rush on your squad too, like I said, it, it, it they literally tied together somehow. That would be cool if you could do like a like, team attack with just yeah, them. yeah, yeah. That would be awesome. The, the question is like with like Rush though, like arf, arf. Arf, arf, like the dog, like in Mega Man, he just turns into things. Like I don't know what his attacks would be. Dude, you have him turn into like stuff and yeah, you turn attack into people stuff. with it. Yeah. Hoverboard, kick you in the face. Yeah, kick you in the face. You know what? You know, here, here's another good DLC character that we, we should get. Um, you know, we have uh, Little Mac from uh, Punch Out, right? Bring in some fucking Mike Tyson. Ooh. Let's bring in OG Mike Tyson and just one hit kills everybody that you play. <laughs> if you're sitting Mike Tyson, you might as well bring in the fat trainer too. Yeah. <laughs> or uh or what or what is it king uh, hippo king hippo right like oh, yeah man. yeah that's like, what i want let's bring in a couple more uh uh punch out characters yep. i'm making a chat official we want king hippo please no, i i still want mike tyson because i don't care what they call with the other ones here uh that punch out is still mike tyson's punch out by the way in fact, I think my NES copy is still the original Mike Tyson's Punch-Out NES copy. I want Mike Tyson. That would be awesome. You think he's down for it, right? For oh, a fair, yeah. for a reasonably priced licensing fee. Like, he has his, I mean, he has his own little cartoon on Comedy Central. I think he can give his licensing for uh, for a Nintendo game. Yeah, He'll trade it for some pigeons. You know, yeah. you know the, the secret character I want to see? I want to see Dingle from Z- Zelda. <laughs> you guys know the little, the little dude in the green onesie? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I only want Dingle so I can beat up Dingle. Like, hey, dude, you should choose Dingle. Ah, poor Dingle. <laughs> well, let's just, say, let's just go I Zelda. That character was so Why do we not have a, good, uh, a Ganon character? Yeah, Ganon kind of seems like a no-brainer. I think he's like yeah. an assist trophy or something, right? Right, exactly, and and that's why I think Waluigi is never going to be a thing because he's an assist. Yeah, yeah like Waluigi likes makes more sense than Ganon. I don't think so. When you have, I mean, first off, you have Sheik, right? The yeah. skin of Princess Zelda, who you already have as a character. You might as well throw Ganon in there too. Yeah, totally. Or you know Tot- what? Why why don't we have Werewolf Link? Oh, ooh. I like where maybe as we get closer, we should do a predictions in one of our future episodes. I, I don't, I don't think they're going to be done to be honest. Like I think no, they're going to no. throw everything out and they're going to be like, this is it. And we're done. And here's all of smash. And they're going to, 
I hate to say it, but I don't see them from their kind of opinion making this series any more ongoing. Well, just crush my I, dreams, Scott. You know, Thanks. They like they like I said one thing I know about Nintendo is they like that money. Yeah. No, but Nintendo is also not smart when it comes to video game things. So like they could kill the Smash series and be like, we're gonna go with something different. Well, and just because because Nintendo, they are like they're the Apple of the video game world. Like they're they do weird shit that plays off a lot, but they do a lot of dumb shit that you're like, why would I, you do that? I have a, I have a prediction right now. I have a prediction mm-hmm. right now. I bet literally one of the DLC drops will be if you're signed up for the Nintendo online service. Oh, Ooh. oh what, yeah! What a, what a better way to push the online oh, yeah. service. You can't even you can't even play Smash without the online service, though. Really, right? Like you're not playing against the computer all day. Yeah, Is anybody on. really doing that? Let's come play some on. Comms. Yeah. yeah, come, come yeah. on, kids. Talk talk your uh, talk your mom into spending that twelve bucks or whatever. You won't get a real challenge unless you fight Larry one on one. Yeah. <laughs> so we're gonna throw. You know what? I, let's throw down the gauntlet right now. Oh yeah, we're, we're all not good. So this will. Eh, I don't know at all. I think Larry could probably kick our butts. Oh, probably. But let's hold on a gauntlet. When that time comes, we will all throw our little friend IDs on our channel, so you can join us and you can play us on Smash Brothers. Uh, you know, kind of a beat the STS guys, and uh, maybe we <laughs> might throw surprises or something into it. That actually might be a good a good challenge to do. I, I still want to do like the eight hour Smash Bros stream or 12 hour or whatever, whatever max we can do. Hey, if you beat us, maybe we'll send you a sticker or something. I don't know. We'll, we'll figure it out later on. But like, I want to throw up a beat the STS guys challenge for Smash Brothers. You know, I did buy this Jason Voorhees pop to give away around Halloween and now Halloween's passed. So yeah maybe um, if you beat us at smash bros you can have this jason uh larry no you're giving that to me you want it all right i thought matthew's nerdy nation wanted it but i guess you called dibs first yeah no i'm calling dibs anything friday the 13th you better send my way first oh so i'll take the gamecube scott will take <laughs> a gamecube <laughs> and, and i'll take that last gamecube i'm not saying i'm not gonna pay for it i will pay you for it However, uh, you, you can have it. No, I think yeah. you should message Larry a whole bunch of times until he caves in and gives it to you. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> so, Scott, <laughs> I haven't told you yet, but I was going to bring you my extra box of Cuphead cereal, too. Oh, oh shit. snap. I, since I'm oh. in a giving mood, I have two. The other one is sealed. So you will officially have more cereal boxes than me. Wow. 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 SCS guys, leader in cereal, the fat guy Scott. Well, <laughs> if you guys missed our coverage today, make sure you go check out our Instagram at yeah. STS guys. Uh, Larry and Jeremy posted a lot of stuff in the story. They posted a lot of photos in our gram. And so go check it out. Keep checking out our channel because I'm assuming those guys filmed uh, some kind of footage of of them running around Tucson. So a little bit. So we should have a. Uh, there'll uh, be a, there'll uh, be a quick uh, yeah. walkthrough video walkthrough video soon. of us walking through the uh the convention so check that out yeah if you guys haven't subbed us up please sub us up hit that notification bell so you don't miss out on our new content if you haven't checked it out check out my unboxing video i posted up today of the mezco toys 
uh, exclusive Iron Man. Open up the figure, looked at it. Sneak preview, it's this guy right yeah. here. It's pretty rad. He's pretty cool. sweet. So go check that out. Like okay. I said, sub us up so you don't miss our future videos. And if you like this live stream, give us a big fat thumbs up. Maybe, maybe, we'll, maybe we'll even do some gaming streams this week. Who knows? <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, with with all the games and stuff, maybe uh, one of these nights we'll have to throw up a uh, a beta test of Fallout. See what you guys think of it. Uh, kind of get your your opinions of it as well. Ooh, that's a good idea, Scott. Yeah. All right. So for episode fifty nine of the STS guys, I've been Jeremy. Hey, hey, it's Larry. Hey guys, it's been Nate. And I'm Scott. We're the STS guys. Have a great night, everyone.